For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Um, do you guys consider yourself a goat or underdog? Because somebody just asked me this question. Um, like, what did I feel about, about Bill came to us, we was on the porch and we was, cause back in the days we used to be harmonizing. Yeah. We all thought we was a temptation. Shut the fuck up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You see a group of dudes together, you harmonize me. You know, we go to black day TikTok. I'm just imagining somebody telling you, you're not singing it right. Right. Sing it better. Like, don't play with me, nigga. I'll beat your ass. Like, you a big nigga. Like, imagine a nigga trying to check you on singing something wrong. Should sound good to me. But we we used to be on the porch singing. You know what I'm saying? That's how dudes did it. You know what I mean? But my uncle came to us, and he was talking about that time when we was real young. Yeah. Now we gangbanging. Yeah. Now we in the streets. And me and my cousins, we sitting on the porch. And we just got through doing a robbery. Mm. And we had parked the stolen car around the corner. Oh, wow. So we running back. And we going to hide the, the, the things under the house. We hear my uncle coming. We're on the porch. And my uncle come on. He said, listen, I don't know what y'all into. But let me say this. Be the greatest at whatever you do. Mm. Whatever you choose to do in life, be the greatest. Don't be the slouch. Don't be the... Yeah. And we were so ignorant. I said, okay, well, I'm going to be the greatest crip ever. (laughs) (laughs) My career is not an accident. Better than us, depending on where you're from and what you've been through watching The God Show hosted by Ray Daniels. I'm a facilitator of dreams. I am not here to take you to your dream. Too much money in a record deal can really enslave you. King Damon, formerly of the underdogs, there's only two of those. This is Wendy Day from Rap Coalition. 106 and Pop was created by me. I created the show for Bow Wow. We are the guys that cut the checks and made checks for people. You're watching me right here on The God Show. On The God Show tonight. God bless America. <laughs> hey, what's 
up? It's your girl Tamira, aka Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, aka the Culture Referee. And this is the Guy Show. Boop, boop, boop. Y'all make noise. Y'all make noise. Make noise nigga. staring and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and today we have a, a very, very special guest. I'm going to tell how special he is. Usually I get my hair covered before you film it. But when my man hit me, it was like, we filming today. I didn't have a chance to go to Bob's show. I just had to show up because I'm like, he want to talk. We here. Uh, I want to make sure the introduction is proper. The first time I heard this guy's name, it was it was being leveraged in rooms by niggas that was like, "You don't fuck with me, I got, you know who my man is." Blah blah blah. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Your name was being leveraged like that, first of all, and then I met you. I met him because there was something happening on Old National. I'm from Southside and Creflo Dollar Church. And I saw every street dude in the city there and they was all at attention, straight up ready to do good shit. And that's when I knew the influence you had on this culture. And I'm just happy to have him here. Everybody give it up for big you. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for taking the time out to sit down with us. So, um, you're working on like something really big. You have something out on Hulu. It's called Hip Hop Undercover. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, hip hop. Yeah, that's a project that we did about about a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago, we released it. I think. Well, right, right, right in the pandemic, mm. and, it, and it and it documented five people who were influencers on hip hop that people may have not known. So, hence the name Hip Hop Uncovered. Mm -hmm. So, the idea was to bring light on parts of hip-hop and people who have built artists that people may not have known. Yeah. You so, said it happened during the pandemic. Did that affect how you put everything together or definitely. business? Right. It affect It affected our push, our promotion. Mm. We um, we started shooting it um, right before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And um, it came out when the pandemic hit. We wasn't able to go around and promote it. Like hit the cities, mm. hit the states. We So it was kind of like just Instagram and Whoever we can get to promote it, it still did really well. I saw it; it was crazy. Yeah, it's still it's a, it's a six part series, on and, and it's dedicated to hip hop and the history of hip hop and the people who have influenced it. Did you come up with the original idea? Or did somebody bring the project to yeah. you? Yeah, uh, oh no, a friend of mine, Jim, uh, Jimmy Chris, mm -hmm. we called him Jim Bob, and um, it was his baby. Then he came to me. I had already had a similar project we were trying to do, but then Jim came was like, "Man, let's push this." We went in and kind of tweaked it. It ended up coming out like it did, and it came. It's, it's a phenomenal piece. It's going to live forever just yeah. because of the content. And, and um, the fact that people don't really uh, honor the people who help make artists, those being managers, producers. Um, gatekeepers. Gate, you know, yeah, yeah, gatekeepers, like, yeah. Yeah, for it's sure. Just, you know, we have phenomenal. We've been blessed to have phenomenal artists, but there are people who work to wake them up, put them to sleep, uh, get them clean when they get themselves dirty. Um, keep them out of beef when they get in beef. Um, reading contracts, not reading contracts, and it's just it's it's um it's a grimy existence because you can always get stepped on to the next level. Yeah, so. you hit the paperwork gangsters who <laughs> come in the room or start lying on you and telling you you can't. You know, a lot of people use fair tactics with people like yourself where they like, man, if you just get away from him, that's what's really stopping you from doing yeah. one, two, three. And, you know, when you come from nothing, that fear controls you. Like, damn, I'm trying to, I love you, but I'm trying to get money to feed my family. And then these people play roles. So I'm glad that they did it. Like, especially because, you know, I got introduced to Haitian Jack. Like, that's somebody who I got to meet. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, I got to yeah. meet Jack, that dude one day. Jack is a beast, man. Jack is crazy. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Um, Jack is very intelligent. 
So, but that, that, that would, you would miss that. Yep. You would miss the intelligence that the people who sit in my position have to have to be able to move in this world because just as I, as a prime example, this is um, um, 2023. Uh, 20 years ago, we couldn't take an artist to Europe. You had to either go through um, the major mm-hmm. major booking agencies. Yeah. Um, what was their name? CAA. CAA. ICM. William Morris. Yeah. But smaller smaller people like myself were booking overseas for years, but we were never recognized for that. And so now you see the independence of major labels, or labels like like you guys' label that's in Atlanta, mm-hmm. dominating that, now taking over and taking control of the, the artist's images and performances. And you see deals that came along like the 360, yeah. where labels start buying back into people's publishing. They're publishing. They're All ancillaries, any way they make everything. money. Acting rights, everything. Everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So all of that changed because of the success of small labels. Mm. Small independent African American labels who started, who really understood that, start making T-shirts, because we're in a different era now where where you actually make more money off of your insularies than you actually do off the album sales. Yeah. I mean, it was no really no album sales. It's about your image now. Yeah, your image and likeness. That's crazy. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. So you have your own record label. What's the first piece of advice you kind of give artists that sign to you? Um, shoot, you got to outwork the person you're going to. You know what I mean? On uh, the first, uh, it's 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 really about if you're not calling me ten times a day to get your stuff done, then I don't even want to deal with you because I mean that let me know where you are. And then the first time somebody who has a bigger budget, bigger understanding come to you, you're gonna want to go because you don't want to work really. You just want to you trying to you trying to finish your way to the top. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's. It's different. You got those artists that's just grimy, that's with it. They'll record themselves, work hard, do everything they need them to do. And now we're in an era now where you want to you go. If you're in my position, I don't want nobody that's, that I got to build. Yep. I want to go see somebody. Look, I'm going to ask the same question the Major Day was asked now. How many followers are you on Instagram? <laughs> I'm in twist, I'm in. Because it's a gamble. Yeah. And I, and I think what, what Hip Hop Uncovered, try, we tried to show young people is that it's like having, if you got a, a budget of $5 million and you have to go back and, and ensure a return on that, do you put a million dollars in each artist, right, and hope that this artist blows up? So you get you put a million dollars behind each artist and only one of them blows up. And that artist recoups For everybody else to barely cover the $5 million that you have now. You know, so it's a gamble. It's like we shooting dice. And these, and these young kids don't understand that. If somebody's taking the time to invest in you, and the only question you want to know is how fast can I get out the contract? Exactly. But the minute as soon as a kid or a parent come and ask me that, I'm, there's no dealing no more. Yeah, because a lot of times that showed me the commitment. When people like every time you put art money into artists is a gamble, and not only that, fuck money, your name. Yeah. Because once your name, once you say this is my shit. You know, people are going to treat it like it's your shit with the respect of it being your shit. And that dude might disrespect that. Or let's say you find the right one that does. And then here come the paper gangsters who's like, let me look at your deal. Well, where the fuck were you at when this dude was in the hood and, and was begging mm-hmm. me f- for an opportunity? So a lot of the times it's, it's, it's a nasty game. That's all I want. I want to ask you a question. I believe we need more gangsters back in the music business. Now, here, no, no, that sounds crazy, but here's what I'm trying to say. And what I mean by gangsters, I ain't talking about like street gangs. I'm talking about like just 
people who you know don't play. Mm. Like, like, uh, like fucking the head of a company who's like, he better do that or that's a rap. Like Jimmy Iovine was a gangster. Like he didn't play that shit. Don't play with me. I'm gonna put money in you, but this is what you have to do. And I feel like the new music business is too nice, too friendly. So now artists have all the choices. And then when shit don't work, they looking at the label like y'all fuck me. When the label knew from the jump what to do right. So I just believe that the music business needs more gangsters that people are afraid of, that they'll honor and respect. Like, how you feel about that? I don't know that it needs more more gangsters, more than I don't think it needs more gangsters more than it's already there. The fact of the matter is, is is you get you get young people who put out a song, yep. it goes viral, they become millionaires and they forget to do the work. You get one or two who stays the course, right? And but then you hit, like you said now, going to the fact that you the, the gangster part, um, and trying to, you know, conceive what you're saying, I think it's it's imperative that you have men who have experienced certain things who can be stern yes. and saying That's what I mean. This was needs to this happen. W- if you want to continue to if you want to get ten years out of this game, bro, you're gonna have to listen you to You gotta do these things. You have to listen to somebody. Exactly. And if you don't do those things, I'm pulling my money out. Right. Rather than somebody who's like, just give him what he wants. Tell him yes. Tell him yes because he's making me money. You need someone who's like, hey, look, like I'm going to do these things for you. I'm going to show up for you, but you're going to have to show up for me. Right. And I feel like now every artist, they don't see that. They see showing up for themselves. That's why I like what the Hip Hop Uncovered thing was because you have people like yourself, like Deb, like Haitian Jack, people who like Bimmy, who people have so much respect for that they didn't want to disappoint him. Right. So when you're like, huh? you like, hey, you better do this shit. Because if you, look, look who's putting the money up. Then it's, a, it's just the game has no respect now. Artists, whoever has the most money is the boss. Mm-hmm. Like in 95, 96, Tupac would have been the boss over Suge Knight in today's business. I talk, it's crazy. It's funny you say that. I talked to Suge. Uh, well, I talked to Suge almost every day now, right? Oh, wow. So I talked to bro, and I was explaining to him about my transition really hard into film. And uh, we was talking about, we was talking about this same subject. Yeah. And he was talking about, he just, he was just giving me a whole array of how he met, how he met Snoop. And Snoop had a previous contract with uh, one of the homies from Compton. Yeah. And uh, then um, he was talking about the corrupt. Yeah. And he was talking about his conversation with Pac. And, uh, but he was saying the same thing. Because you get kids, you get kids, and this is where people—no disrespect to them—but they are younger than us. Kid, yeah. so when you got somebody that's twenty years younger than you, yeah, and has never done a major deal, and you trying to educate them, like, look, this is what's gonna hit you. Yeah. But what people don't realize, the kid then says, "No, nah, I ain't worried about that." Yeah. Well, you're not worried about that, and I told you, is lost and forgotten. Um, two years of clubbing. Two years of touring, and when you get to the end, and that's when you say somebody else's reason, they say, no, nah, well, no, bro, you remember? You was the one said, sign this right now. Yeah. You need some money to get your yeah. mama. Yeah. You was the one saying to sign this right now. Yes. You needed a car. Yeah. You mean you would want to sign this? Say, man, I'm sleeping on my auntie couch. Yeah. Sign it, bro. Let's yeah. go. Now you educated. You made us, made a lot, a lot of money. Now somebody else is telling you, well, you shouldn't have signed that. Well, no. Did you forget? Yeah, do you forget you was you said me. sign yeah. that? Yeah, that happened to me yeah. before. It happens. I'm, I know it happens to everybody. They be begging <laughs> you for money, opportunity. About the mad about their contract, and then I'm sitting there saying, "Wow, 
I don't have a mic. Yeah. So this is the problem. The person who has the mic can cry. Yes. I don't have a mic. Yes. I don't have a mic. I don't, I'm not the person with the mic. Yes. So I always, I'm always going to look like the bully. Yes. But I read the contract, and I educated the person, don't do this. And I try to tell you. And I try to tell yeah. you, this is what it's going to lead to. Now, five years from now, when you wake up, you're saying, I was in a fucked up contract. I didn't like the contract, yeah. and I wanted it out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well. <laughs> and so that's what happens today. You get these kids come in, and, and, and I, can't, I can't blame them, because, I mean, if, you, if I'm tight, and I need someone, I see some money right there, I'm like, man, look, we ain't going to keep negotiating. I, I need, need that the, money. I need the money now. You know, I'll deal with that later on. Yeah. I only gotta I have intellectual property. I can create another song. Yeah. I can create another movie. I can create another book. And so, and then you know, you're gonna end up looking like the bad guy. <laughs> but I think that's what people are banking on. They're banking on artists wanting to hurry up and sign now and take this money. Nah, they, nah. I'm gonna so tell you something. You, no, no. It's 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 10% of that might be that, but when you've been around this shit, you smart. He said something very important. The nigga on the mic, the person on the mic is who everybody going to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if that person on the mic says, I signed the fucking, cra- I signed my contract with a crayon, you're going to immediately look at the person you signed <laughs> with as a, as a fucking, as someone who is a culture vulture that's taken. But that person might have said, hey, bro, I'm going to send you a contract. Send it to your lawyer. We, mm-hmm. you, you have to say that. Send it to your lawyer. Legally, you have to say you ha- Legally, you oh. have to say that. Send it to your lawyer. Make sure you get a lawyer to look over it. And then if you don't, because I already know how this goes, because nobody is more dangerous than a desperate man. Right. That nigga will sell his soul to eight different people yeah. if he got to. So if you a desperate man and you trying to figure out, and this dude has a check for 100000 and somebody is like, let me read this. This ain't right. This ain't right. In your mind, you're like, that's going to be another two weeks of negotiating, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I trust you. And then you sign it. And then usually now you up. Now you a boss. And now you looking like, I ain't know that was in there, bro. I tried to show you what was in there. But let me tell you, let me add to what he's saying. Because this is where most people out there be like, well, why you didn't tell? Because you don't understand. The first deal that comes, I have to, by law, tell you. Yes. I can't deny the deal for you. Yeah. So if the label says we're gonna start negotiations, label says, listen, we offering you three hundred thousand. So the label <laughs> say we're gonna put up um, one point five for your for your first project, three hundred thousand on sign, and we're gonna keep the rest of this. This goes to making an album. This goes to this. Now you say that to 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 an artist, he gets three hundred thousand, but he don't understand that there's no more money coming. coming. <laughs> no more money coming whatsoever. So then the label says. You, and you tell you tell your artist, look, bro, no, we're gonna hold out. Yeah, we're gonna push the single. Yeah, because they want the single. We'll get them the rights to the single, but we're gonna go to radio. And they're like, oh man, wait a minute, man, no, three hundred thousand. I can get three hundred now. But you're like, no, bro. So now, guess what? I have to, I have to by law tell you yeah. what they offered you. Yeah. Right now, they like they may go two, three days, and they go back and think about hell, no, nah, man. I need a three hundred. Yeah. Fuck it. We yeah. was gonna give them this first album. Yeah. Let's just give them the first album. Mm-hmm. The first album doesn't come as one album. They signing one album, two albums, options, and all that. This is what you signing. And you saying, bro, that ain't going to happen like that. But you get a kid that's 18, that's been living with their mama till they was 15. Now from 15 to 18, they in everybody else's house. They in the hood, selling dope, gangbanging with them on two. They put a song out. Come on, man. They all, they all everybody. They're like, bro, you good. You <laughs> yeah. got a house. Yeah. You, you doing what you doing. Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, you know, and they're like, so it's, it's what happens. It happens yeah. every single day. And 
not only it happens even with my own son. They like, man, no, man, I got a son that's going. No, yeah. pops, I got to go. I'm talking yeah. with my own kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not just, you know, other artists. It's, 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 when they see that money. They and, and it's two times they switch up. It's two times they're going to switch up. When shit go terribly bad. And they out of money, so they blew through the three hundred. Mm-hmm. It's not, mind you, you got three hundred, he got three hundred. You ain't blow your three hundred. You took your time. They blew it, jury cars, whatever. They went from having smoking some borrowing weed from you, like you got some weed from me, to now they smoking good shit. They went from eating four for four at McDonald's. I see it all the time. Four for four at Wendy's to now they eating that fucking Benny Hanna's with they people that you ain't never seen. And I'm like, bro, money gonna run out. And when that money run out, first person they gonna be looking at is yo. I need yeah. another check. Bro, I told you don't blow your money. And then if they get all the way up, now it's different people coming around, different people like, let me look at your deal. Bro, it's 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 a it's a nasty game for people that play this shit. That's why, why he let like, you sign that. <laughs> come on, he, man. He, he knew that. It's like, why he let you? I, you don't tell him I wanted to sign it. Yeah. I needed the money. Right, he gave me that opportunity. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you a quick story. We signed this deal, our, our pub deal. I ain't going to lie. It was $1.5 million. Nigga, I thought I was robbing the bank. I was like, we ain't never get no money like this again in our life. I don't even know what I signed. I'm thinking it's a good deal because the money. We dropped this. We put out this record called 23, Miley Cyrus, Juicy J, Wiz Khalifa. We wrote the record. Because of how a deal was set up, that record didn't count. So the money count, though. They still make their 50% of the record, but it was an MDRC deal, which means that the only time a record counted is if it was on an album. Even if it was on an EP, it didn't count. Yeah, and, wow. and Mike Will put it out as a single. It went triple platinum. And it didn't count. We like, oh, nigga, we know we moved through our deal. They was like, oh, that don't count. It's a single. That, that's, that's a single. That's mm-hmm. not a part of your MDRC. Then I had to renegotiate. But I didn't blame nobody. But what if I wasn't working? What if that was my only record? I would have been saying, Universal, fuck me. Nah, bro. I knew what I signed. I, I bought a house with that money. I bought a car with that money. I took care of my mom with that money. I knew I needed it. So... When it was time to pay the cost and I figured it out, shit, okay, I gotta, I took that shit like a man. But why didn't you have a lawyer already? No, nigga, you don't think I had a lawyer? You, you don't think you had a lawyer? Of course you got a Listen, when, <laughs> wait till you get a film, <laughs> Now listen, I'll tell you, let me tell you something. When you're negotiating a deal, I don't care, there's a lot of people in this room, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. When you're negotiating a deal, it's the most important thing is how much am I getting? Am I lying? How much am I getting? You don't even, I don't know to ask what's the MDRC. I don't know to ask. I don't know. And that's why I didn't blame the lawyer. Donald did a great fucking job. We told him we wanted $300,000. Right. I was like, man, you get us three hundred. dollars I know sixty dollars of that come to me. That's going to change. <laughs> he got us one point five. dollars How the fuck can I get mad at him for that? He right. got me more money than, I, I could have easily said, no, Donald, I want $300,000. And I want you to give me the terms that are favorable. But I was like, I don't know, fuck with them. Oh, I might not ever make this money kind of money in my life. So that's what I'm saying. You got to be able to take the good with the good, the bad with the bad. And you got to, like, I learned this shit from Devon Stevens. You got to honor your word. Yeah. Because in this game, if you're going to last, you got to honor your word. And a lot of the times people get in business with people like Big U, like myself, like Doe. And then they get shit popping. And then they hide behind people who want to change terms. And my only thing was, where the fuck was he? When you were starving and I was mm-hmm. feeding you. Where the fuck was he? He wasn't nowhere around, but it's, that's the game. And he knows it's going to happen. Everybody that does it knows that that's going to happen. Let me, let me add something to that. Because it's not only the fact that, that um, it's youngsters. When I, got, when, I got, when I got beat up, kicked in the ass on my first deal, 
<laughs> it was a film deal mm-hmm. for a film I rewrote and co-wrote called Force of Execution. By the way, I bought it. It's out on the Apple Store. If y'all yeah. could go buy it, go. I bought it. it. I bought it. I watched yeah. it. Yes, sir. I re I rewrote that that movie, and um, it did really well. Yeah, it did really Steven well. Steven Seagal, right? It's Steven Seagal, Vin Rams, Danny yep. Trejo. And Gilly and Gilly, Gilly the kid, kid yep. and myself, we all acted in it. Now, these in the film industry, they really the gangsters. <laughs> they the gangsters, and they tell you though, there ain't no hidden with them. Yeah, they like, bro, we taking the back end, we taking the front end. You want to <laughs> do it? <laughs> Wait, no, you gotta break this down a little bit more. Yeah, you ever seen Fifty Cent interview when he say these is the real gangsters? Yeah, they ain't nothing like music. Oh, mm-hmm. they gangsters. They they. Ain't no, ain't no fucking with them. I'm gonna tell you a quick, quick story. Dallas Austin told me a story. He said when he was making uh, the movie uh, Drumline, you know, that's about his life. He said that he was trying to get it made, and the person that made it was yeah, that's about yeah. Dallas Austin has two movies about his life: Drumline and ATL. Crazy, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I get him, but he tells the story of he's like, yo, Ray, I was doing it, and somebody was like, I'm, I'm gonna help you get the movie made. You gonna do all the work? I'm gonna make a lot more money than you. But I'm going to get your movie made. And he was like, okay. That's how you got to start. Dog, they gangsters. Like, because they control everything. Mm-hmm. They control it. Mm-hmm. No, they did me the way. The, they did me, like I said, they did me the way. They did me the way I seen. I talk about music. But it happened to me in film. So I co-wrote. I rewrote the, I rewrote the whole movie. Lori came in. Did all the stuff. But, but so, in film, and for all of us who are aspiring to be writers... Is the, the the whole bully of the industry is the screenwriters guild. Mm-hmm. You, you ain't getting no credit. They like unless you a part of us and you under us and you've oh, been wow. paying us for a certain mm-hmm. amount of amount of time. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, so I do the movie. I get paid handsomely. Just for acting, though, not for no. Rewriting. I acted. Wrote, wrote it, it. Yeah. and when you see it, you are gonna say only big you because it's Vin playing me coming home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just wrote my life coming home. And he got a fighting scene in the movie, too. He got a whole fighting fight scene. You fight Steven Seagal. So I like, no, I, I fought the other main actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you see this movie, you're going to say, oh, yeah, Big, you had to write this. Mm-hmm. They hood all the way through the movie. It's like me coming home. But and we, it's, it's, I ain't going to go and bore y'all with the whole thing, but we go through all of this, the lawyers and all that. I get paid handsomely. I can't be mad at them. I got paid for the writing, producing, um, um Acting, the, um, acting, and um, consultant, right? Shit. I got checks. When the movie comes out, it doesn't say my name nowhere in it. Get the fuck, bro! It only got <laughs> it has up until about up until about three years ago. I think Donem started redoing it. They didn't even have Eugene Henley on it. It just had number nine actor Big U. My name, went, my, even to this day, if you Google, force of execution, but that's the key. So then, every time I did a project after that, I made sure I got my name. Yeah. So now we moving fast forward to Hip Hop Uncovered. I fought the whole fight that I'm, I want my name. Yeah. I want my name, recognition on this project, and then I reversed it. You can keep the damn money. <laughs> I don't want my name. I, I my want credit. my credit. Yeah. yeah. And offer the credit, 
of my name once it came out, I got leverage that. All the doors opened up. All the doors opened up. Exactly. But I could have did this. What? I did this. It came out in 2013. Yeah. 2013, Force of Excuse came out. I don't get the calls until... Hip hop cover come out. People say, "Oh, you executive produced," but I have executive produced. I did, I did um, um, two turn turbines and microphone. Mm. Document on Jam Master J. Yeah, ten years ago mm. on Jam Master J. I've done um, white t shirts. I've done uh, um, naked booth. I've done all these different shows. I have produced. I was on a uh, caged animal with Vin Reigns. I did I executive produced with um. Um, Love Chronicles, um, with Tyler, with Tyler, um, what's her name, last name? I'm sorry, I forgot her last name, but she's a great woman. Yeah. And, uh, but I've been doing film for the, all this time, and I've been producing films, making them happen. I put out more films than these dudes put out albums, <laughs> but they think I've not been working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I've been working on film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but it goes with what I was, what I was saying earlier. They force you into it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just now getting the leverage to be able to stand up. So when y'all hear 50 Cent saying he about the green light and about that, it's because it's real. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really real. Like the stronghold they have on it, and then you, you, you're like me. I'm for sure finna get hit in the head again a couple more times. Of course, but but that's the game, though. It, yeah. the, the, the lesson is, but this is my thing, you didn't go out and complain. No, you literally I'm not. like look what he said. I'm gonna they take paid it. me handsomely. <laughs> I can't lie, right. but I ain't get no credit. Like you, it's gonna be some shit that come with everything you win because the establishment is there. It is. It's like it's just there, bro. Like you can't get a, but you took it because you understand the game, and that's why I think it's important that we educate people on the game. So, so I got a I got a great team. Like my little brother is is like super mm-hmm. super super um into it, like dope. Doe mm-hmm. Henderson, um, Doe Do. Mac, whatever y'all, whatever you go by. <laughs> so really, this is keeping one hundred. I think my my star didn't take off until me and Doe linked up. Yes, in a different in a different kind of way because I'm he he the yang to my yang. So when I'm like fuck, <laughs> fuck that, yeah, you know, and he yeah he's the one to clean up my mess. Yeah. So really, I think what what, what the conversation is and from the movie. Is, it has to be somebody who understands you, who you can trust to go make the deal. Yeah. So because of his light, we are in position. We just sold another film to FX. It's, mm, it's a film I wrote. It's a film I wrote 10 years ago. Oh, wow. And with him, I came out here to get with a crew that he set up mm. to finish buffing it out. So it's going to be a really big project that, we, that I wrote it 10 years ago. And... It became relevant in, in, in this now. FX just bought it. Um, but what I'm saying is to have a team. Like, yes. my little brother is somebody who goes in and, and finishes it out. And we argue with, and we argue all the time. But he he he, he, he kind of like, you know how you treat the wine, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I already know what he be handling. Exactly, you know, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout, shout out! Shout out! Shout out to Doe! Shout out to Doe! Doe was actually the person that hit me about Big U, and I was like, and I, like I said, it was like I heard his name in a way where people were leveraging it. Like you yeah. know how I many people have made money from your name in the no, music business? Oh my God, man! So it's some dudes that need to be paid. So Doe hit me like, 
Ask, oh, go ahead. No, so Doe hit me like, yo, I work with Big U now. I was like, oh, for real? Yeah, I, I heard his name. He was like, he was like, yeah, we should meet. I was like, meet, meet him. He was like, nah. Nah, niggas be leveraging. You ain't met him. I was like, nah. Then I met him, and it was like, dog, is you? Like, <laughs> he in the room talking, like, let's make business. Like, I took, I took him to a label, tried to do a whole label deal with him. I'm like, bro, like, when I start understanding my brother, my little brother, Mike, Michael Daniels, he, Mike Daniels, he taught me about the influence and power of Big U and like, yo, bro, and he would tell me, like, my brother right there, my brother would tell me, like, yo, man, no, I don't know, I told you, he would tell me, like, yo, support him. Like, yo, help him, bro, help him, bro. Like, whatever you could do, because dudes is out here taking advantage of his name and they, ain't, and they ain't letting him eat. So I see that type of shit. I look at you, I'm like, I feel, I feel, I know you're a grown-ass man, but I feel fucked up, because I'm like, damn, man, other people need to know about you. Other people need to know that you, number one, I done been to Crenshaw High School mm. and seen you with, your kids and your your um your team. I done seen. I I was there. Me, remember me, you. We was out there with uh, what's my man name? The comedian. Yeah. I love Faze. I love. love. We was out there talking shit right yeah. before the bone um bone and three six mafia uh verses. And he was like, and I seen a mom come to you like he ain't doing good in school. And you like he ain't doing what? Hey boy, you like little eight year old kids is like an attention with you like I'm gonna do right. And I'm watching. I'm like man, I wish people knew. Like, I was like, man, I need to take him in rooms. I wish people knew that this dude really out here fucking doing superhero shit. So I just want to make sure I salute you for that because I've actually seen it with my own eyes. You know, we can keep going. Yeah, but you now you have a dope nonprofit where you sent over 200 kids out to college. Tell us a little bit about that and why you even got involved with that. Well, I actually started developing it was it's, it's, it's the nonprofit that's called Ex-Offender Fellowship, Ex-Offender Fellowship Network, but we do business as developing option. I started while I was in prison. So my mindset was when I came home, I wanted to be able to help recorrect the, the, the things that I was involved in and taking the wrong way. So it's, it's, a, it's a lifelong mission for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt that I didn't want to leave this planet Earth and my, own, my name only be recognized for you know, destruction or what have you. So that was, that was and it still is our mission and my mission and people would like mine to change the way you know we as black men move. Yes, in, in, in our society, not directly towards us. You know what I mean? Somebody who who had an influence and was and is able to use that name and move things in a, in a um in a in a different way. You know what I mean? We ain't perfect. I'm not perfect by no means. Nobody is though. You know what I mean? For sure. So, but what are young black boys out there watching right now? What's one piece of advice you would want to give them? No, nah, don't give up, man. You gotta always, you gotta always look for something better. You know what I mean? It's it's really, it's really like, with me, there's no excuse. I've been through it. I sat in the cell, sat in the hole. I did four years, four years and nine months in the in the in the hole. One year and nine months in the hole. Then the rest three and something. Oh, what's the, can you tell me like I want my make sure I understand. What's the hole? <laughs> Solitary confinement. I know that. I'm just saying, Security but like, can you, t- can you, can you tell shooting. me what it, like, how does, like, is it like, I've only seen the movie, like, what is it? Like, how does it, what is it? Like, it's like in a room, do you it's come a, out? Like, yeah, you, um, it's a cell about biggest where we are right here to the wall and back, and this table, bed on that side, toilet right there in the sink. Yeah. Sink and toilet together, and you in there. And you, you get, well, in California, you're supposed to get one hour out to sell a day. Mm. They can't do it because there's too many people in the hole. Oh, wow. Mm. So what they do is they'll give you your eight hours a week once a week. So, so you come out eight hours? 
you'll come out. You'll get to say if your if you, it, it rotates. So if it rotates around, it go around a cell block, and then come and say, maybe if I go on on Monday, and, and Monday at whatever time, it, it, then they got to go all the way around the tier, and it might not come back again till next Tuesday, and then you get your eight hours. So nowadays they take you out the cell, and you go out and your drawers and your and your your um your um shoes and. You, you out there. If it's raining, if it's whatever have you. It don't you, matter. It's your hours. Your ass, you take your ass out there, you're going to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, um, but you you out there for eight hours because in Cork and Shoe, there's not enough, in, I mean, not guards so you get. Because if you don't, we are basically single um, single walk-alongs. Yeah. And they don't they do not do um, um, shoe yards no more because it'd be wars and battles. Yeah. So now you in that you in that joint. You in that joint. You out there eight hours. And you're not getting back out your cell again until it come back around. Damn. So now they just changed it since I've been home. None of that's like that. Like you can't. I was sentenced to five years in a hole. Mm-hmm. And then you got dudes that sentenced to 10, 15. So now in California, I don't think you can be sentenced to more than 24 months, period. And they try and do away with indeterminate shoes. How the hell did you not? What's your mindset? How the hell do you not let that break you? How do you still come out and do good? Bro, it's really kind of like. You got to go in knowing that you got to go in and knowing that you ain't going to let them break you. Because, mm. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm 56 years old. I've never been scared in my life. Mm. I always look at, I've seen people dying all the time. Like, fuck it, when I go, I'm going. Yeah. That was the only time I was ever scared in my life. Damn. The only time. Because when I got to the first, because I had already had cases on, the st- on, on, on staff. Yeah. Like, charged with... You know, with assault and staff and that. So when I finally, when they finally get you to the hole, to the shoe, they like everything that you've done. They like, oh, we got your bitch ass mm-hmm. now. So when I got there, they have so many different tactics because they know. Yeah. So they put you in a cell. I'm in a cell for sixty days with nothing. It's trying to break you. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, whole point it, of it is it, to break I've you. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen people that I thought was free. My partners was free. They've been in the hole. Oh, been in the hole five years, long. six years, and they done went crazy. They throwing feces on themselves. They talking to themselves, went up the wall because one thing that happened with the with the brain is and the body is once you in the cell, and once I'm in the cell, you lose a, you lose a count of time. Mm-hmm. Once you lose a count of time, now you're just in this vortex yeah. circle. Yeah. Now you start remembering every bad thing you ever done in your life, and wow. every bad thing that ever happened to you. Now. Days become dreams. Dreams become days. Mm. Yeah, you know, and you ain't got no contact. You don't even. You don't even remember. You don't know if that. Can't was, figure out what's fake. Was real. Yeah, That's crazy. Then you don't got no touch. So now we don't understand that the body needs magnet touch from other yeah. other human beings. Yeah, like you really need that to yeah. continue to move on. Yeah, and so when you don't got none of that, no mail, no nothing, because they purposely keeping that. They want you to go crazy, and I gotta give it to my Hispanic brothers. Because now I'm, I'm I'm the only black on the tier, so now it's a race thing in in, yeah. in our prison. So because they put you, they put me in the top tier, top seal, no communication with no other races. The shower on the I've been in there now like sixty some days almost, and now I got to start. I'm taking the food to give me so, and I don't want to eat their food because I got freezer salt on staff. Right. So I'm just only. Them. Eating the bread, shit that yeah. I can see is yeah. clean, and I'm not eating that shit. And I don't eat meat anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, gotta preserve what I can preserve, and so I'm taking the carts. I'm making cards. 
I'm taking toilet paper and I'm making, you know, little shit to play with, tic-tac-toe playing. So it's shit you got to do. Then I got, and I'm starting to work out from the time I hear the police come. So when I hear the first unlock, four o'clock, the flame main unlock, then I work out. Then I wash up in the sink, come out, and then when I hear them come with the food tray, I work out again. And they wouldn't let me get no books. They come by the cell with the books, and then every day they have offer books. Yeah. So the police wouldn't let me get they put the book card in front of my yeah. cell. And they keep on moving. But the Hispanic brothers, my the shower on the top. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get a shower for the first, like, maybe three weeks. And what people don't understand is showering is very important. Yeah. Like, when you don't get to wash your whole body, it does something to you, too. Yeah. Like, really Like not, a reset. It's like showering yes. and sleep is like you a need reset. To, you, yeah. need to, you need to wash. Like, that shit is crazy. Like, not so... I sat in there, but let me tell you, let me get off the story. The Hispanic brothers, one of the brothers who knew me, because the shower was broke, I had to go to the shower downstairs. Mm-hmm. And so they walked me downstairs because that shower was broke. And when I got back to my cell, the, the, uh, one of the brothers was like, sent a kite. And he was like, is that are you big? You know, it was that big? I'm like, yeah. And then the Hispanic brothers just looked out for me. Mm. And then they sent me books. Mm. They started sending me, like, kites with food and all that stuff. Because, you know, they just looked out for me. So... Then they had day people go against the other staff to make sure they give me a book, give me something wow. to really function. I should have already had my property. Because yeah. when you get to the shoe in California, you're supposed to get your property immediately. Yeah. Your property stays with you. Yeah. I didn't get my property for almost past the 60 days, but the homies was already sending me books. Yeah. So once I got the books, I was good. Because yeah. now I can get my mind off. Make mind work. Now yeah. I got these memories. I, can't, I mean, it, and it's so crazy because... You start to see how brothers get mentally ill and they get focused on shit. When yeah. I start remembering when I first got my first whooping that I screamed <laughs> at And I remember, and then and just imagine growing up being in, in such a negative situation, all of the negative things I did yeah. start to come back yeah. to haunt you. It yeah. really starts to haunt you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hell so yeah. And then, I, and then I, once I got... Like I said, once 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 my, my, my Hispanic brothers took care of me, and because I was the only brother in there on yeah. both tiers, and they looked out for me, I was good. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's crazy. I shout out, out, shout out to you for enduring that shit. I ain't gonna lie, that shit. Oh, it was, you gotta be a strong-minded motherfucker. To, I just like outside probably gotta be easy for you because right. it's like, yeah. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> what? What's the problem, man? Yeah. What outside gotta be easy for you? Damn. So when you came out of jail. Um, how did you start your transition into doing good? And like, was it the record label first? Were you writing films while you were in the cell? I was writing while I was in. I was writing while I was in jail, and then um, when I came home, my, of course, my homeboys looked out for me. So my first thing was my family. So yeah. when I came home, I wanted to come home and um, really just kind of like apologize to my kids because I mm. shit I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, was that was my first focus when I first came home? The first couple of months and weeks, it was focused on my kids. And you so, actually here for a championship for your son, right? Yeah, going. Up. My son is playing in um in this in his Reese's Senior Bowl. So Congratulations, I'm, I'm man! My youngest son. So when I first came home, I focused. I was I was direct focused. Um, I bought my first property. I bought I bought maybe seven months, well, five months after I came home. Wow! The apartments my wife and kids lived in. I bought that. Wow. First thing so, fire. You know what I mean? Because I wanted my sons to understand it. And it was um two barrels in one bath, two barrels in one bath upstairs. Dude. Yeah. Then I moved on. Cause then, you know, yeah. I bought that, fixed it up, 
bought my next property um, in in the hood. Then I kept moving. So and and I and I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, I grind. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, you, you did what it took. You know, I, and because it was a way I wanted to live for my family and support my family. And then as fast as I could get right, I got right. And mm-hmm. then it was developing option. My um, my stepfather, rest in peace. His name was Donald Ray Evans. He was uh, very influential on, on my growth back into manhood mm-hmm. or into manhood. Let me say yeah. that because I had never reached manhood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then um, we, um, I just wanted to educate our people. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And um, teaching. Yeah. And I was teaching in prison, oh. so my transformation was in prison. Oh, wow. It wasn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't come out and start teaching. I was teaching in prison while I was in prison. Yeah. I was holding classes. Teaching brothers how to write balanced yeah. checkbooks who had never had a checkbook, didn't know what that was. Oh, wow. um, we had uh, self-help classes. We had psychology classes. Mm-hmm. And by me being a Muslim, I was definitely not pushing the black thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Violence against black men. That was what my mentality was. So yeah. when I came home in 2004, um, Suge and, um, and Snoop was at odds a little bit still. Suge wasn't home. Yeah. So... I made a conscious decision to deal with Suge, to not let L.A. see, you know, Crip versus Blood, mm. but to deal with Suge in a way that was a it was a strong CRP and uh, a Paru, mm. not me working for him. Yeah. So it was important to understand that no, I don't work for my brother. He right. my brother. Exactly. You know I'm what I'm saying? Next time. So and Show, then, showing the young kids like y'all could y'all, yeah, grown men could get yeah. together and put. And I, Finances in front of and business out there and really stand on business. Yeah, and Suge was real good to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Suge, I learned from Suge on, on on the business. I studied basically under Suge for the first three, four years. Then I left Suge and went to go sign Nipsey and start my own label. What was it about Nipsey like that made you feel like, did you know he was going to become what he became? Yeah. Why? What was it about him that you knew that his, he was going to be? His, 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 his drive, his work ethic. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like, Nipsey was really smart. So what people got to understand about Nip was, was this. He was, he 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 had a different name. I can't remember, conscious. It was some. he was already conscious, mm-hmm. right? So when I met him, me coming from prison being conscious and a hooster. Yeah. And then him coming to be a young hooster and just getting put on the hood and it was like, okay, well, listen, can you can you take that and make it do this? Mentality is everything. You know what I mean? Bro. Make it be this. Because it was his first was like, bullets ain't got no name. So it was a message in bullets ain't got no name. Yeah. But other people heard it like street he shit. was talking yeah, about yeah. some street shit. Yeah. But it was a message in bullets ain't got no name. So I'm like, okay. So when I heard it, I'm like, okay, he the one. Yeah. And then his work ethic, his drive, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he was already debonair. In 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 solid, yeah. and what people 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 don't know. Yeah. So, and I seen him. I'm like, okay, he the one. I'm gonna put like you said, put yeah. my name on. He had already been denied by everybody else. Mm-hmm. So that's why we hear him saying the keys to the city. He, everybody had denied me, and then Big U came, and he said Big U's an animal. He, he said draws. I think he said Big U draws. Yeah, yeah, he said he said Big U. Yeah, and but he was talking about the fact that we had went everywhere. And people had all denied him. Yeah. And then people was telling me um, he needed he needed to change his name. Yeah. 
because it's a Nipsey Russell. Yeah, Nipsey Russell, yeah. He need to, <laughs> he's like a comedic actor. Like, yeah, right. yeah, Nipsey Russell. <laughs> we, are, we got all of that, man. <laughs> His voice is too squeaky. He's, he looked like Snoop. Um, all this stuff, man. That drop the Crip thing, man. Yeah. He could be fly like, uh, who was out at that time? Um, what's that rapper name, man? Um, Polo had it. Yeah, uh, Rich Boy? He was like Rich Boy. Yeah. Rich Boy, it was coming. Yeah. And they wanted him to do it. I'm like, nah, man, we going to stay exactly where he was. And... Another unique thing about Nipsey, which I only helped to reinforce, I'm like, look, bro, we're going to keep it hood. Yeah. If you want to just rap about the hood, yeah. because remember, Snoop represented a city, Long Beach. Long Beach. Uh, uh, um, all the rest of them represented Compton, Long Beach, Watts. Nip represented what? Crenshaw. No, he represented oh, she, the neighborhood. Oh, she from she from the West Coast, by the way. So she was like, yeah. <laughs> Nip represented the neighborhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, I see what you're you saying. Know what yeah, saying? Yeah, he yeah. didn't say LA. He didn't say none of that. And so, so that he was grew, like, he, he just drew in a whole that was audience of people. That was, I didn't know that was intentional. Yeah, that was intentional. That's crazy. We was all that. It was the neighborhood yeah. everywhere. It was. It, he represented only us. He represented yeah. us. Nah, he didn't say the city no, LA. He represented us. That's fire. And that that was like. Because we got to remember when I left, That's I was fire, influenced bro. by what we did, what we were in trying to do with Corrupt. Yeah. Because Corrupt was the first one to push the hood. Yeah. But he couldn't push it like Nip pushed it because he was under Suge and mm. under Snoop. So oh. he was in the dog pound. Yeah. But if you remember his first album, it was the Crenshaw album. He did yeah. the photo shoot yeah. on Crenshaw. He did all of that. That's you know what crazy. Mean? And so, That's fire. With Nip, when I came back with Nip, I'm like, no, we pushing us. Mm. We pushing the land. That's a brave move to do, especially in a time where if everybody's telling you drop the crib stuff, and, and that's one of and the you things that's right. You, oh, no, you stand on, on that. that. And it took his big homie to stand on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. just just not to not to say nothing else to nobody else. It was it was it was my opportunity. It was yeah. it was my shot. And I was and I was given a chance to put it on somebody. Yeah. So I went to go look to see. Who you could and bet the on? Industry was giving it to me. Tubby them. I yeah. had Tubby at the time. I had uh, yeah, Tubby. Polo was helping me. Mm-hmm. Suge and all them like man, whoever. Yeah. So when I got when I chose the person who I wanted, I went to all of them. Uh, 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 um, uh, what's the name of uh, Power One Hundred Six? Um, Hispanic. Goddamn. Not, not Philly Phil. Philly Phil. Philly Phil. Philly Phil was my biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then. Because, like, you got to remember, when you're a young artist, you don't know the people that other people know. Yeah. I knew all those people. That was your relationship. That was my relationship. So I took him to Felly Phil. Felly Phil, like, oh, I got it. Boom. I took him to LT Hudson. Oh, LT. Boom. And then all of these people started supporting. But see, and I stayed in the background. That was Steve Lobel. Steve shout wanted to, to be out. Shout out to Steve Lobel. Steve, <laughs> I love Steve Lobel. Steve wanted to be out. So that was their thing. Mine yeah. was, I was like, I'm in the back. The street. Politics ever crossover with you trying to do business politics? Like, how do you keep those things separated when you're navigating? Well, with me, because like I said, in my history with most of the G's in prison, and then the fact that I'm a, I'm a, I was a, a crip dealing with a blood, mm-hmm. and, and it was done with all respect. Mm-hmm. What people didn't realize the whole time I was with Suge, he never had one incident with nobody. Because I, I heard that I, I didn't I didn't I'm, I talked my brother. He's my he my he a year older than me. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah. You know, I was the conscious. But he respected you, though. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so people, w- real G dudes recognize that. And they like, so the, the rumor just moves. It moves around. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, but, but, oh, he ain't on that. He ain't on that. But but I want to make sure it's something important to know that it was your wave 
when people when you came, people were supporting what you were supporting. That shit is important because I yeah. feel like a lot of that shit gets lost in the sauce where people feel like it's you. Nah, it's you. And everybody knew what you did. So when you came with something, nigga, they wanted to support you. They yeah. wanted to see you win and see you up. So that's important because when I heard about Nip, I heard about Nip through you. Like, nah, but you co-signed this. He good. So it was almost like he was golden from because you had it. And then he was that. great. You know yeah. what I mean? So it just like it was like just having somebody who's great get a chance to 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 express themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it was just it was just, you know. My push and his greatness. You and know I, I mean? not because sometimes, sometimes it's some people out there that get your push that feel like it's some bullshit. No, you just ain't got no greatness. No <laughs> disrespect, <laughs> but it's like I I can give him the same opportunity I gave you. He he took that shit and went with it. So you mentioned earlier that one of the projects that you're about to put out now you you wrote ten years ago. So what made you even hold on to that project? And what do you want to say to other artists out there that might be trying to figure out, should they let a project go? Should they keep pushing? <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's funny, um, to be honest with you. I was about to quit on it. Mm. And I was about to quit on it. I was, I was, I was just... Um, Oh, you want to tell the story? Now, matter of fact, can we have Doe join? Joe, pull, Doe pull the chair up, man. We're going to have Doe join right now. Yo, uh, uh, help her with the mic. Let's, I want to get Doe up here. Let's get Doe in here. Um, he was about to give up, but you didn't. I was about to, that project, I had already been pushing it. Mm-hmm. I pushed it to several different people, and, and it was like, oh, we're going to get to it, we're going to get to yeah. it. Um, I gave it to LT. LT wrote a Bible for it. He had a staff get on it, LT Hutton. Shout out to LT Hutton. I love LT. Right after he had finished um, the Tupac movie, I went to different companies, me and Doe both. And um, I went to a friend of mine, Malcolm Spellman. Malcolm Spellman. <laughs> so I don't know if I should Hold on. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. Because yeah, I mean, Malcolm love him. Malcolm's yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. So right. History on Malcolm. Malcolm, um, he did the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. That was on Disney. He's actually... Uh, Wrote the new Captain America that's coming out. Oh wow, he big did. Okay, he yeah, yeah. But he was on, he was on uh, hip hop on cover with us. Yeah. So our <laughs> first introduction wasn't great because yeah. before they came to get Big U, he was telling us, "Man, they telling the, don't fuck with you. You gonna have us in the trunk. You gonna do this, <laughs> do that." So. He walked away from hip hop on cover, and I'm like, "No, bro, hold on, let me, just, let me, let me." No, we gonna fix this. We gonna get. But, this it, but but in his defense, he wasn't wrong. Matter of fact, we was in Atlanta. We was in a hotel. We was all on the phone, and he just said, "Fuck this shit," because they was tripping. Like, mm-hmm. like what y'all gotta understand when, when Big U walks in the room, most of the not now it's not as bad as it used to be, but yeah. it could it would be like he could say, "Can I get a cup of water?" Oh shit! He wants some water. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> he wants some water. Like it's about to go bad. <laughs> and this one we was dealing with, right? So with hip hop or cover, we was dealing with that, and it was like I'm telling them, look, we're gonna do it, but he gotta have first class seats. Oh man, he's trying to. I'm like, bro, trying he's to bully six anything. four, three hundred fucking pounds. <laughs> like you know what I mean? But they are in their defense, their mentality, they only hearing what mm. they didn't got from other niggas that's yeah. in the industry that's, yeah. you know, yeah. that's just, you know, then battered the name. Cause it's like 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 with me and you, right? When we yeah. was at Interscope. Yeah. It's the same thing. We be sitting in the meeting, we heard, but nobody you never heard me say where I was from. Don't never, don't never I used, I used to just talk stay to myself. Dog. He stayed, he ne- all of us, I just knew Doe and Lacey. 
I didn't even know y'all was close until like, I think it was, she was at the Creflo thing and Doe was like, nah, I'm like, at that moment, it changed my whole opinion because I didn't yeah. really have one, but it's like, Doe, one of the most, me and Doe met with my Sean and Rock City being on tour. We was on the bus. We was on the bus months. together. So I'm, I'm fighting Akon every day, talking about Akon, and he fighting Vincent Herbert. And we both, that's how, that's how I like. That's what, that was how we got close. It was like, man, because I used to be like, man, you were Vince, though. At least Vince got Gaga. You're like, nah, fuck all that. That shit working, but my shit. And I'm like, Akon, he a superstar. I got to catch, you got to chase this nigga down. Like, we really was in the trenches. So when I saw that, I was like, man, big, you, I don't give a fuck what's going on. You were, it goes back to that thing. I, me and, that's my brother, Doe come, me and Doe. Play spades with my mom. By the way, my mom wants you to come over. She want to bust your ass. She, <laughs> my, my, my mom shit talking. She was waiting for y'all to come. She, she can be his partner. <laughs> <laughs> she want to play spades. But yeah, so me and Doe. So when Doe told me Big U was doing it, I was like, oh, I saw on top of my uh, my real brother, my blood brother, Mike. I was like, nigga, I'm in. I was I was on the front line, like trying to get money and everything for now. I don't give a fuck. Once I know you were good niggas, hey, you a good nigga to me, we good. Mm-hmm. So Doe is a, and Doe is smart, and he street smart, and and. And the nigga will, he will not let you know what he know. <laughs> that nigga will, that nigga will sit in the room, let you talk for two hours. He know the whole story. He's just playing his role. So I already know what you're dealing with. And, and that was the thing, right? So I would hear shit like that. And I'm like, man, you need to start making money off your own name. Mm. Exactly. I'm managing you. Fuck yeah. all this other shit. Mm. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Smart. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That was a conversation. I'm the yeah. thing. I'm managing big you. Exactly. Look at me like, all right, that? nigga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are we doing? And it started with the Breakfast Club. So back to the uh, to the Malcolm. taboo thing to Malcolm. So with Hip Hop Recovered, they was you know they was on their shit nervous. Anyway, that shit I end up flying to L.A. sitting down with Jonathan, and then everything got smeared up. We yeah. now to this day we on the phone with each other every day. Yeah. We laugh about the shit. Yeah. And so with Taboo, he took it to Malcolm. Malcolm was like, man, I don't know if that's going to work. I don't think. But, you know, I'm going to push it because, you know, <laughs> I want to see you win. But yeah. I don't think this is the one. Yeah. His team Tammy. was like Tammy. Her Tammy. name is Tammy. She was like, no, this is it. Shout out to I'm Tammy. You, <laughs> this is it. So, you know, Malcolm's whole thing is patience, right? And people think that we don't have patience. We got the most patience. Yeah. We were supposed to meet with FX and January, the shit didn't happen till August. Mm. You know what I mean? And once Tammy was like, even going into the meeting, Malcolm was kind of like, it's, it's better now. You know, we'll <laughs> see what they say. But Tammy like, nah, that's it. We talked to FX on a Friday. On Monday, they like, we want it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's just like, oh, but he was ready to give up on it. But it's, it's just like, you don't never know where it's going to come from. Yeah, it's all on God's timing. That's what I had to learn. It's on God's timing. It's going to happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. You can't you can't rush something to the end, and sometimes it's just timing, bro. Like it's just the way life works. What made you not run the other way? Like what made you stick in this and say, you know what? Because that's where I grew up. At. I would like, say dope. I, you gotta I, I you mean, gotta I, know dope. I mean, I'm 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 from there, right? So with me, I like the underdogs, right? Mm-hmm. I like the motherfuckers because I come from that. Like you know what I'm saying? When I was at Crenshaw, or whatever, I was an underdog, so. I knew the power, right? And I'm seeing everybody use the name and win off of it. Yeah, that's the thing. And and I want to get I want I want to address one thing. We got to stop giving the term "check it in" a bad name. Right now, let me tell you why. Because Doe is my Doe is my brother. Love Doe. Like he wanted people. I don't, I answer the phone on a Sunday. Like he know that. And when I go to L.A., nigga, hey, nigga, I'm hitting Doe. Hey, bro, I'm about to go to one, two, three. My good. That's that's. 
a brother checking in, making sure I'm straight. I'm, like I told somebody, I'm like, if I'm going to Africa, I'm hitting Akon and Boo. Hey, nigga, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to Senegal. What should I know? Hey, hey Ray. Hey, I say this. I say let checking in have a bad name. I, but, I, but I hate that, though, because no. checking in is just calling your brother to say, I'm in town, what's good, and a brother telling you, yo, this was happening out here. Because well, there's certain parts of town. Well, everybody got to get tapped. <laughs> everybody got to get tapped. I mean, you're going to get tapped until you realize you need to go. You yeah, know, but it's not know. a bad thing. And New Yorkers think that. But it's not a bad thing, bro. It's like calling your brother. New Yorkers like, don't think that. Nah, New Yorkers, they be thinking like, I ain't checking in. Okay. I think that's just ego, no, men no. saying, I ain't calling another man to look, make sure I'm I'm, in, I'm in town, big you. I'm in town. I'm going to be over here. I'm straight. All, in, none, all, of this, all of this cap. Yeah. Because every man, every human being going to check in. Exactly. Because if you're going to go, what you going to go to the city and not do nothing? Right. Even if I'm in town, I come you, hang with you and talk shit. I'm going to hit you. You, you going to go to the club with who? You Even gonna, if you're not going to the hood. You going to go with a girl. You going to meet a girl. You going to do this. Mm-hmm. You going to check in Bruh, with Bro, if I go to New York right now, some family members are going to be like, damn, you ain't hit me. These are my motherfucking cousins. Right. Damn, yeah. you ain't hit me. Of course, yeah. I got you got to. I just had to put that out there because me and Doe don't know. When I hit LA, no matter what's going on, I hit Doe. Hey, look, I'm here. All right, cool. You good. Or he might say, yo, there's people over there. Don't fuck with those people. Don't call me. I don't call them. Like, yo, be careful with such and such. And there was people we were cool with, but sometimes you need to hear that brother that's going to tell you, watch out for these people, because that's what other people do. That's how they make all the money. Hey, the money over there, go get it. Mm-hmm. Or hey, they over there fucking people. Don't go over there. Go over there. That's what life's about, man. Brotherhood and looking out for each other and sisterhood. <laughs> Doe said a magic word though. He said underdog. So right now, I want to ask everybody here a question. Ray, you going to jump in on this? Go ahead. Um. Who's like five underdogs from the West Coast? No, no, I'm gonna ask. Let me oh, ask well, I want to oh, ask. Okay. Them. Okay, I'm gonna ask both of them. I told them this. I want y'all to give me. So this show, I'll do it. I'll do it. But I mean, shit, I'm, I'm at the table with this one right here. I'm, how I'm gonna tell them about his city? That's the whole point. If you had to say the top five goats, because the show is the God Show, G A U D S stands for Ghosts and Underdogs. If you had to say the top five goats that put the West, that made the West what it is, who would it be? Though I want you to answer too, and then. Who are the top five underdogs that the world might not know but need to know that made the West? Top five goats? Yeah. Um, the ISIS. Ice-T, Ice Cube. Okay, Ice-T. Not tea. the ISIS. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have that on I'm my ISIS, list. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I heard that one. So Ice-T, Ice Cube. Ice-T, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. You get five, by the way. Yeah. Ice-T, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre. Um, NWA as a group. Okay. For sure. You got one more. Shit, it would have to be um, um, MC Hammer. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Louis Burrell. Shout out to Louis Burrell. All right. And who are your top five underdogs that made the West? Easy. Corrupt. Love it. See, because other people are, are higher, but they're not underdogs. Like, no, that's good. Corrupt. Corrupt is perfect. So, Corrupt, DJ Quick. Um, oh, don't shut up, Jay. My <laughs> <laughs> sister from the West Coast. <laughs> 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 He's always <laughs> Corrupt, DJ Quick. Corrupt, DJ Quick, E-40. Um, E-40. Oh, wow. Um, what did I say? Corrupt. Corrupt. DJ, DJ Quick, Quick, E-40. E-40. Um... Um, damn, I 
Can't think of her name. Yeah, the girl. Cause she had a run with um Ice Cube. Yo yo. Oh yeah. Yo yo. Yo yo. Oh, yo yo. Wow. And okay. I only say yo yo because yo yo was the one that wasn't with Death Row. Mm. Yo yo was kind of like she had a solo run. Yeah. Um, One more. And then um, <laughs> I gotta say Coolio because Coolio had a hell of a <laughs> song. I love you. He didn't have no albums. He had like yeah, a, a song Coolio. that went crazy. Yeah. Dope. Five. Your top five goats. Top five underdogs that Dr. made the West. Dr. Dre. Ice T, Ice Cube, Snoop. That's um, Dr. Dre. Well, <laughs> you know, as an artist, Snoop and Easy. Woo! Mm. All right, give me your top five underdogs. Definitely corrupt. DJ Quick. DJ Quick, I, I got that's times too. Yeah. Because I like. Yeah. He was. He was. He did a lot. I think he did a lot. Quick, no quick is that nigga. I, e forty. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna say, game. Mmm. I fuck with that. All right. <laughs> All right. And Hulk. got one more. One yeah. more. Just cause I'm a fan, Spice One. I'm. I'm gonna get y'all mine because I'm here because you asked me. I'm gonna yeah. say the West. When I think about it, mine's from Atlanta, so don't hold me. But I'm gonna say Dr. Dre, Snoop. Uh, Kendrick, Ice Cube, and maybe I understood your question wrong. No, I'm saying what that made your, the West like the top. Kendrick five. didn't make the West. I'm saying my pick. He told you. That's my, <laughs> my, my, my list. Well, I was gonna say top dog, but I was like, no. Well, you say make the West. I'm saying made like like to like me made the West, shape the West. Kendrick didn't come out to after I was home. To make it, that means you but have to nigga, establish something. But he wanted to, to me, he in the top five rappers all time. So oh, I, no, that's so a different got, question. I, but I'm saying, but I'm now talking about... Say, I'm now, if you say who's the top five rappers <laughs> of the West Coast, then we got to redo it. That's a whole other ballgame. But if you say who made it... No, but listen, but notice what I said. I did my head like this. Etymology, study of words. Okay. Okay, etymology, study of words. If you say who made it, then you're saying... In pretense. All right, all right. Let me let me go because I'm with you and I gotta right. respect you. Snoop, Dre, Easy E, Ice Cube. Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm, he might he might not say you don't agree with this name. If you saying who made it? No, no, no. You're right. Who made it? Who made it? Who made it? And I I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna say E40 on my goat list. And the reason why is because E40 was like the first real West Coast businessman. He was like the first West Coast businessman that was showing niggas like how to flip. Like everybody else played the big game. We forgot one. Who? Too short. No, no, I was that was gonna be my underdog. Definitely. My underdog list. My, un, my underdog. My yeah. underdog list would have been is is I ain't gonna lie. DJ Pooh. That's a funny. From the wash to Friday to DJ no, Pooh. You talking about film now? No, no, I'm just saying the West. I'm saying shape the West. It don't gotta be music. It's just who shaped the West. So your oh, opinion? Oh, gotta redo. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Said, that's not fair. Who, you, who would you he ask? He want to resubmit his list. John Singleton. Oh, oh yeah. You can't. If you talk, oh, yeah. talking about music. No, no, I'm talking about like, like uh, West, shape Singleton, the West. West Coast John culture. Singleton, John Singleton. Let me say, John Singleton would single-handedly be John. John Singleton would be single. John Singleton and Dr. Dre would single-handedly be the two of the biggest. Period. Because, and I say that because people don't understand that Dr. Dre was the dream team. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. 
them, 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 the dream teams in oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. house. <laughs> no, DJ no, no. back in the yeah, day. Yeah. Dr. Dre goes back that far. That's when he had the shiny suit on. Everybody talking right. about it. Yeah. But, but Ice T. Ice T. Ice T. And um, um, I, so it's the two single biggest things is Ice T, Colors. Yep. Song, the music, and the and the and the movie. Yep. And John Singleton, the boys in the boys hood, in the hood, which swept the whole, which swept the whole continent. So when you say bring the West, you got to remember John Singleton's movie. Yes. Gave light to what L.A. was about. What about oh, the Hughes brothers? Would you say them too with Menace to Society? It was after John Singleton, mm. and nothing before him. See, I do the only thing before him that made people want to become Crips and gangbangers and Bloods. Was 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 colors? You gotta remember. Mm. So, in '84, I got kicked out of state of California. What? The whole state. In 1984, I got kicked out of whole so state. How the fuck you get kicked I mean, out of the state? '82. How do you get kicked out of a whole state? Back. Yeah, I mean '82. I came back. <laughs> Did they escort you to like the the <laughs> no. border and said, "Don't come back in"? I, I got, I got, you know, it was crime. Yeah. So, <laughs> Some things so, was happening. Things happened, so I got arrested. <laughs> yeah. And it was a big old thing. And so it was like, bam, we're not releasing you back to your mother because we can't find you guilty because there were no witnesses cooperating back yeah. then. So it was like, I was charged with so many things. And because we don't understand that our children are really custody of the state. Mm. When you were born, until you actually go fight for custody of your kids between your husband and wife, whatever have you, and you are awarded custody, the, the, the reason why we can be locked up as juveniles mm. is because we are actually still custody of the state, of the juvenile system. Our PO, mm. our um, social security numbers, we belong to them. Yeah. So wow. when I was committing them, when they said I was committing these crimes <laughs> and I was arrested for so many things. Allegedly. Allegedly. When I, when I went, they was like, nah. Um, we're not releasing, but they couldn't find me guilty of some of the, so many things. Yeah, it was like we're gonna release him only to his father. So my father had to come get me, and I could not come back to California until I turned eighteen. Oh, wow. I went to Chicago, so now I'm in Chicago, and I, I, I get to Chicago, 1982, and I'm, I'm in I'm in high school at Harlem High School, and they thinking these Negroes is asking me. About Michael Jackson, Arnold, <laughs> um, um, different strokes, and, and do I skateboard and yeah. do I surf? And I'm like, nigga, I'm a crip. <laughs> Who the fuck is you talking about? And I'm blue ragging, yeah, sagging, like, and they like, and they like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, you will find out soon enough. So, <laughs> so you gotta understand when 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 the movie came out, yeah, when when Colors came out. And then when Boys in the Hood came out, I seen that change. I seen everybody who didn't have a clue on what Game Banger was. And when Pac made the song, y'all niggas, these niggas is real G's. Y'all better learn about y'all B's and C's. All the other I, I knew about G's. all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So them dudes is the ones who was influencing, the influencing what then became what you see right now. And I want to say something. That's why. I didn't want to answer the question what Tamira asked me because I'm like, nigga, it's like somebody talking about it. Like, I know it. I know it's different for y'all. It's like, I'm looking at it from my standpoint. I didn't even, what is DJ, was DJ poor? I thought he was a DJ though. And he grew up in the uh, in the hundreds. That's why his name was DJ. That's why that's why I said him because yeah. you know he was like writing the movies and shit with Q. So I, you always knew like he was the funny DJ nigga. That's why I said DJ Pooh. I want 
That's what I just want to make sure that's known. That's what I but said. this brings me to a question I wanted to ask. So music, how does music affect what's going on in the streets? Like, and as a person who owns a record label, do you feel like there should be some type of censorship to what we're putting out? No, because you don't censor movies. Mm. So no, when you, get, you, get a, you get a visual. I mean, I was talking, because I, I teach kids, right? I was talking to these parents about, and they we had the same conversation in a big forum. And I said, well, this is the problem with your argument. Your kids are learning how to kill from the internet mm. and from movies. Do you realize how many times your kids have seen death in a day yeah. from cartoons, from Instagram, uh, Twitter, and all this? You know how many times that they've seen somebody get their head lively blown off? Yeah. But then you want to talk about a song. No, you're missing it. Because I'm going to learn more from visual content than I'm going to ever from hearing it. Mm. You know what I mean? J-Z, and yeah. right now, we are learning. Our kids are being taught to do everything that we were internet. taught not to do. Mm-hmm. So how can I say don't go out and kill, gangbang, rob, and steal when every day, they, every time you turn on a TV show, it's about rob, stealing, and killing. So now what do the kids do? They think the, they think the reverse and the forward. Yeah. Well, he should have did crime like this. Yep. Mm. Or they going to think, well... Next time. So what are we teaching the kids? How to do it better. You can't blame it on music. You, you, you can't blame it on music. Jay-Z said Scarface the movie did way more than Scarface the rapper for me. Exactly. Scarface the movie did. That shit had niggas fucked up in the hood. Everybody wanted to be Tony Montana, boy. And we didn't even realize the nigga dies. Right? Like, we don't put the yeah, press in yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nobody yeah, cared about that part. Skipped over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nigga, he, he had a one-year run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole movie took place over one year? Yeah. He had a oh, one-year wow. run. He didn't, have no, he, didn't, he, didn't have no, he didn't have no five, six-year, ten-year run. He had that. It was like a... It was probably... Approximately yeah, a one-year run. Wow, that's crazy. That's really all of us had. That's really like, you know, mm-hmm. it was very rare that when you grind it, when you get to your when you get to your top, it don't last long. Right. It don't last mm-hmm. long. You may get if some people get a long run when you hustling. I'm not talking about in business, but in hustling, you you know. Yes. Yeah, Sun only shine for but so long. What you wanna do? Put your money where your mouth is? Yes. All right, let's go. I see this list. I don't like this list. I'm like, it's going to be a little. So, look, man, we have this, though. <laughs> so, look, y'all, we have this this time where we do put your money where your mouth is, where we're going to give y'all three options. You got to sign, drop, develop. So, y'all, the head of a label, these people are in their prime, by the way. So, we ain't talking about what, we ain't talking about what we knew happened. You know what I'm saying? Right. We talking about they in their prime. You running the label, though, you running the label, and you got to decide which one. If you don't want to answer, you got to donate $20 to the Kids Academy, it's a it's, it's Creative Academy, and it's just a nonprofit for kids. I ain't gonna lie, I see these answers, man. I don't, I don't know if I like these things, but I'm gonna go ahead. Y'all ready? All right, E40, Too Short, Ice T. Will you sign and drop in or develop? You have to it? sign one. You have to drop one, and you gotta develop E40, one. E40, Too Short, Ice T. Yep. Mm-hmm. What era is this? This is, is AP. This is an AP. Oh. E40. E40 is what? Well, I'm signing E40. <laughs> okay, so you signed so, E40. Who you developing? Ice T. So we dropping too short, though? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 I'm, uh... <laughs> 
Well, you got to be ready for this one. Like, yeah, no, I, just, I just cut the homie. Like, you just. I'm going to develop. I'm going to sign E40. Develop too short. And I'm going to drop Ice-T because he a hustler. He's going to go get it anyway. Okay. That's a, that was a good okay. way to cover up your drop. I like that. Oh, you think on your toes. He's going to play politics. So I can clean it. <laughs> All right. N.W.A. Wu-Tang Ghetto Boys. I feel like it's easy for y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's easy. <laughs> Don't go first. Signing NWA. Of course. Developing, uh, what was the other Ghetto one? Boys and Wu-Tang. Ghetto Boys dropping. dropping. It's the same. It's same. <laughs> that was too easy. Yeah. All right. Uh, as oh, we, Even though I know the whole Wu-Tang album, the first album. Let's get it. DJ Quick, Spice One, Warren G. Dropping Spice One. Signing DJ Quick, developing Warren G. Though? I'm going to sign Spice One, develop. Well, no, let me switch that. I'm going to sign DJ Quick. He don't need no development. Develop Spice One and drop Warren G. Das Corrupt, Nate Dog. I'm signing Corrupt. But you actually did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing Corrupt. And who else? Daz and Warren G. No, Daz, Corrupt, Nate Dog. I'm sorry. I'm signing Corrupt, developing Nate Dog, because because um, Daz was a producer. But more of a producer. Yeah. Though, what you say? Same order. All right. Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick. Oh, fuck no. I'm signing. <laughs> I'm signing Snoop immediately. <laughs> okay. And I was there when, when I was there when they developed Kendrick. Okay, oh, I wow. did Kendrick's first. Kendrick did his first tour with me. Oh wow! When when we, we went on tour with uh, Game, so I knew K Dot. Yeah, he was carrying mm -hmm. bags, and I watched him really get developed. Damn! So I was there with him. So we dropped an Ice Cube. Hell no! You say hold on, hold on, hold on. We say, <laughs> we say hold on, hold on. We say Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick. Oh no, I Cube. I'm Cube. You developing Cube? No, I'm signing Cube. Developing signing Cube, developing Snoop. And then I guess yeah, I got to drop. <laughs> He's out of here. Yo, OG, it's, He's it's out of here. No. Damn. Man, that's rough. I'm a, you can just donate $20 I'm donate to the kids. $20. I'm going to donate, donate $20. 20. All right, we got $20 for the kids. Everybody <laughs> for the kids. Come on. <laughs> How you can just donate $20? If you don't want to answer. No, I'm donating $20. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, uh, Roddy Rich, Baby King, Tyler, the creator. I'm just donating. No, we got oh. the forty dollars, everybody. We got the forty dollars. Sign all of them. Sign all of them. Sign all of them. All right. I didn't cool. know I could do that. All right, I got, I got I one. This, this one is Drake, Kanye, Jay Z. Drake, Kanye, Jay Z. Drake. Oh, definitely signing Kanye. No. Definitely <laughs> signing Jay-Z. Okay. Then developing Kanye. Drop Drake. And dropping Drake. Dope. I'm going to sign Jay-Z, develop Drake, and drop Kanye. Oh. I got to talk to you about this. We're going to talk about this one after. <laughs> Kanye need development more than... No, <laughs> right. no, no. No, he know we on TV <laughs> or whatever. He don't yeah. want to get canceled. So he, he, he ain't... <laughs> He ain't, uh -oh. hey, he ain't saying it with his chest. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, last one. 
J. Cole, Future, Travis Scott. Last one. You know when my answers come because I know all of them before. They, this didn't they peak. Yeah, and I know them when they was really trying to get signed. Too. Yeah. So, say it again. Drake, Future, You just J. said. Cole. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Future, Travis Scott, J. Cole. J. Cole, I'm signing because I, I love it. I'm, you love it. That's my style. You said. Future, Travis Scott. That's less. Next. Oh, you know, developing future. And then, sorry, Travis. <laughs> Dope. You got to go, friend. <laughs> All right, cool. They only, well, we only got $40. Fuck it. Everybody get a photo. Put, put your money where your mouth is. All right, cool. You stood on go that ahead. one. You did. Hold Good on real quick. So I got to ask. It's a funny question. You know the rumor I heard about, the biggest rumor I heard about you? I heard Debo on Friday was based on you. No, no. <laughs> but it makes sense. It makes no, sense. No, 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 no. I know Tiny. Okay. Oh, so sorry. I knew Tiny growing up. So Tiny said he used As my name and reputation to draw mm. of playing a role. Got you. You know what I'm saying? But no. I am no. about to say, so they want to let you hold their bike? No. Get <laughs> <laughs> that nigga your no. bike, bro. He ain't coming back. You know it's crazy, right? <laughs> I never had. I never ever took a bike from nobody. Oh wow! Ever uh, my life. Things. You know why? <laughs> because I learned how to fix bikes. Oh wow! When I was younger, so mm-hmm. I was the, I was the kid who fixed every who fixed all the bikes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in my backyard, I had thirty pieces of every kind of bike. Oh wow! Oh, that's cool. I can make. I fixed them, sand them down, repaint them. So I never took a bike ever. Nope. So it, it wasn't him. No one. I just asked you that. <laughs> but I had every kind of bike. I had every my kind bike of punk. Bike. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I gotta ask you this. Um, how do you feel about the current state of hip hop? What are we doing right and what are we doing wrong? I don't think we can have a right or wrong because it's is everything has to evolve. Me yeah. myself personally, I come from something higher, mm-hmm. and then you got. The social media is like people can accuse you. You know the shit they were saying yeah. about Big U. Yeah, me being jealous. <laughs> and if you look and see my body of work, when I left my when I left me and my son went our different ways, my body of work proves itself. Yeah, you know what I mean. I left music and started doing movies. Of course. And then I can give you a dossier of films I have done in a period of time. Not only did I do that. You know what I'm saying? I did what they say. What they say, Jay-Z said, if you if you made whole, make another whole. Exactly. Well, you I did. His name is Eugene Big U Henley. Mm-hmm. I'm successful in film and yep. being more successful. That's yep. another one whole. Yep. Then I went and made another whole. His name is Dayon Dante Henley. That's my baby mm. on his way into the NFL. Mm. So, I mean, so while people was on the thumbs, you know, you got to. So I look at things different than other people do. Sure. Mm-hmm. I look at it. And either we'll get past it. Are we not because we're living in a in a in a fake world? Yeah. So we pull up our phones and we see fake things. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can go on a post and troll people. I can go and, and say something, I like something, do something, and the whole world goes crazy over that. Yeah. And then I put my phone down and go back to writing. Now you got mm-hmm. you know you know I mean? If you ever look at you ever look at YouTube and say, <laughs> "Big, you say, I'm about to say what I'm about to it's say what's the craziest rumor you heard about yourself?" <laughs> oh man. No, no. The funniest rumor, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm gonna give you some bite. <laughs> the funniest rumor is when, when uh, I did the show with the little, this other guy, and we was on Gilly's show, and we was laughing. Yeah. And this other guy said that I said I knocked out thirty two 
Mexicans. That's not, I never said that. Yeah. He said that. Yeah. Then I corrected about yeah. a riot we was in. Yeah. I respect to my Mexican brothers. When I came home in 2004, that's who lifted me up. Mm. So I would never, that's the only yeah. thing I'm ever just, I would never disrespect the Hispanics ever. Yeah. Because yeah. even to this day, I grind with them. Yeah. And they held you down when you was, yeah. What? Come sure. on, man. Hell yeah. So, it's, that's the only thing I would ever address. All the other fuck shit these dudes say, let them have it. Because, I mean, it's the only thing that sells and push and all that. And some of these dudes, I've watched one dude who name I would not say, he made it like he had a whole conversation. With <laughs> and this nigga was talking like, yeah, and Big U said whoop whoop. And I was like, I'm looking at the interview myself too. Like, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> and what then you know what's crazy is, right? So now it's funny to my homies. So now it's finally even got funny to them because they like, they'll see shit and they'll be like, they'll, where, where people will take my post, my live post, and then they'll make it seem like I said this when I said that. So now people are finally starting to like, Realize, like, damn, this nigga on a whole nother mm-hmm. yeah. path. He ain't mm-hmm. even pay attention to this stuff. Like, but at for one minute in time, before people start to realize the, the ignorance of the internet, people really was like, "Ah, oh, man, they, did you say?" And I'm like, and then people still have come to me, and be like, "Well, did you say?" And I'm like, "Man, so, uh, get the because <laughs> ninety-seven percent, ninety-nine percent of them you've never had a conversation with." Never had a conversation right now. with. The internet is a dangerous place because the internet the internet doesn't require credentials. It don't. That's no the scariest checking. part about the internet. It doesn't require credentials. Somebody can get up there and say, I'm the crip professional. <laughs> I'm the crip master. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? And be, if, if enough people believe it, he can start telling shit about... Oh, they do. That's crazy. No, not, not. And it's about to get worse. It's about to get worse. AI, AI shit. AI shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. but nah, yeah. man, I just it's gonna be, it's gonna be an art, uh, oh, uh, AI crip. It's gonna be an AI crip. They mm-hmm. already doing it. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, man. Copy <laughs> your voice and make you say some shit you ain't said. Oh wow, that's crazy. Oh, it's crazy, bro. Like yeah, it's, it's really, gonna get worse. It's, it's it's gonna get worse. But I mean, now let's switch this conversation to to the one we need to be in. Where are we as descendants of? The, the the worst people been treated on this planet Earth. Yep. Where are we? Where are we? And if we don't start using our platforms to address the ignorance, I agree. And stop applauding it. You know what I mean? And then we got to be strong enough to say, look, man, this shit is bullshit. Y'all know it. Exactly. You know what I mean? But that's that's, that's the whole point of the show. Honestly, is to call out the bullshit. Like I've seen so many people that. I'm like, he ain't made no money in the music business. Like, who the fuck is this guy talking about the music business and the deals? And, and I'm like, bro, if we don't have real people who've been on the front lines talk, then we're doing a disservice to the community because these kids are going to believe anything with clickbait. So you opening your mind. Dog, me and Doe laugh about this shit. You know, if anybody in this room do me a favor, Google Big You Feels. And you're going to see a million followers on, on you. He feels like this. He feels like that. And there'd be niggas on there commenting like, yo, he really don't like this. I'm like, who the fuck is these people? For real? I ain't even bro, never seen Am I lying, though? Like, it's out there, bro. It's, it's what? Brother, big it, You Feels. Big, <laughs> just Google Big You Feels. They're going to have Big You Feels like such and such this, such and such. He don't like that shit. And they'd be like, yo, check this out, bro. I've heard so much rumors on the internet about people I know that I'm like, 
Hey, bro, wow. I tell this to everybody who I know. I'm like, if the real don't talk, the fake going to keep shining. Mm-hmm. If the real don't talk, these kids going to start believing the fake and the bullshit. That's why I'm like, open your mouth because we need you. Because honestly, a, a dude like you out here really talking and showing these kids what you want. There's a guy that want to be, there's kids that want to be like you right now that seeing you on movie shit and be like, man, fuck that gangster. I'm about to go mm-hmm. do what he doing. Or I want to go do this music shit. That's why we got to be loud. Want to do credit check? Yeah, I was. Yo, so, so, you know, people always say give people their flowers. I hate that shit because we give people their flowers a death, right? We did this thing called credit check because I feel like if more people said the shit you really did, you probably would have went through everything you went through to really get where you are. So we got this segment where we just do credit check where you could just really, t- though I want you to just really, if you want to take time to shout out like people who like really played a role, big or small, in your life. And you becoming who you became. So this is just a moment for them to see, like, I told y'all, whatever it is. You want to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, shit, this is a long list, but. Yeah. Well, you want to shout out? I mean, it, but it's the point. It's the, <laughs> it, it, you know, definitely, you know, I got to start with family, with moms and um, my aunties, my cousins. Um, a lot of my friends growing up. Um, Coach Garrett, got to shout him out. Played a big role. You know, I'm a partner, Lacey. Of course, Big Shout U, out to Lacey. Ray Daniels. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Sean. A lot. I mean, it's... it's now, nah, but that's good, though. Because I'm going to tell you something. JD did it, and I seen a couple of dudes that ran with JD saying that that was running ass. Like, I'm. this is who... Because sometimes niggas get erased from history, bro. Like, niggas really be like, I was there and don't get acknowledged. So I always like to give that to the people. So. Yeah, so I had a lot of people that was involved in the process. I can't name everybody, yeah. but, yeah. you know, it's just... To me, it's just a grind, and I'm on a different path now. And, yeah. you know, that path is with, with unique, and we're doing some amazing things. So. We're going to do something together, too. I think we got one we're going to put together. We got we got, we got something we're going to Yeah, we're going to yeah, yeah, we get, we getting together. We're going to make some money together. We're going to give credit, though. We wrap it up. We're going to do one more question, but this is it. Like it's, My list is be too long. Just shout out a couple names, man. You can't do that. If you shout out pissed. a couple of niggas. Some niggas pissed. Hold on, you left me off. Hey, some niggas watching just, right now I'm hoping just, you say I'm they name. I'm going to just say, I could do errors. Let me do errors. Yeah. Let me just do that and give you somebody. Shout out Shug, because you like the first oh, person that, that I really heard. Like, Shug be getting bad reps out here. Like, hearing you oh, talk about Shug made me be like, damn. Like, yeah, look at shit different. Bro was an educator. And shit, when I first fell, I could tell the whole story about Shug, but. Bro, really helped me. Yeah, like, it'll never be a time where I turn my back on him. Sure, it'll be a time we'll argue and fuss and fight, but it'll never be a time where you know what I'm saying he won't ever have me. Yeah, but shit, really, I'm gonna name the men because the women, uh, all my women are my foundation. Right? Sure, my sisters, my sisters, my 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 daughters. My other half, all of them is my foundation. Sure. Like, it ain't no question on that. Sure. Like, the whole time I did prison time and I was gone, at my worst, my lowest, it was them. Yep. It was my sisters, my team. It was always Shout them. out to all the women supporting us, for real. But the men, I mean, let me start with the men. It's, 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 it's my real father, my birth father. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was the one when I heard so much negative stuff about him, I was scared of him. Yeah. So coming up... All I, every time I did something wrong, because my mother left my father in Chicago and came to California, mm-hmm. and I was born six months after 
She and I was born three months after she got here. She was six months pregnant when she came to California, mm-hmm. and I was born in California. My older sister was born in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So my, when I finally met my stepfather at an age of real, my real father at an age of knowing, um, I was 16 coming out of Central Juvenile Hall. Mm. I just fought uh, some other way cases with guns and. When he came to get you from jail, that was your first time meeting him? It was my first time. No, I met him, but I didn't remember meeting him. Okay, all right. Like as a I was young. So by the time I met him, when I was older, I met him as a a damaged youth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I already had been in the streets. So when I met him, he had the challenge of trying to deal with this this, this Mm 16-year-old who has already been in. Was he big like you? (laughs) But he's short. He's a little bit shorter than you. And he, and he light skinned like you. you. I'm dark skinned. Yeah. <laughs> dark nigga. He light. <laughs> pops is my pops. My pops is a half breed, right? Yeah. Mm. So when I met him, he had to deal with somebody who already been living on their own, already getting money, robbing, mm. live by the gun for two, three years. And he was great in dealing with that. Now when mm. I look back, you know, That's and dope. trying to get me out of that mentality to bring me to, you know, like to, some source. Then I leave and come back to California, and my mother is remarried to my stepfather. So first one is my father, mm-hmm. Eugene Henley Sr. I'm a junior. Sure. And next is Donna Ray Evans. He was the he was the man who taught me to read about Black history. Mm. He had a he had a black magazine called Cyber Youth Magazine. He had a first found he was the first one to help me start the foundation I have, and he was the first one to publish some of my writings oh, wow. in the book. So he was always in the blackness. Wow. And wow. Then, the, then the third would be um, Howard G. Ford, who was my stepfather, and he died in prison. Mm. So he, right when I was going to, when I was starting the game bang in Horseman in, um, in 1979, when, we was, when it, was, it was evident we, going, we used to go full blast crip and he was there. Mm. He called a double murder. 1980, and he never made it out of prison. He died in prison. So he was my education in prison, and because we were cellies for three years when I first got to prison. Mm -hmm. He was called Black Man. Hey, he's a legend. Like, he's a real legend in in prison, but he was my mother's husband, too. So, and then lastly is my Uncle Bill. Nice. Uncle Bill was the one I learned about family, Mm -hmm. because he was the uncle who moved. I was... Um, we was born in the Hoovers. He moved to the 60s. He bought a duplex. And so all of our family moved, would come near. We would go to Van Ness Park, family meetings. Everything was done in my uncle's house. So I make my house like my Uncle Bill. Oh, all yeah. my family, everybody, nice. my cousins, all of us come near. It was between my house and my mother's house. And we all commune there. And that was because of my Uncle Bill. And he's my mother's, he's, he's older than my, no, he's younger than my mother. But no, G is younger than him. Yeah, I think he's he, he's younger than my mother. So, but he was the example of family mm-hmm. that I that I got. He was the family man, and he was slim and big slim cousin. So I had it was like twelve of us. It was all first cousins, and it's only four of us, five of us living mm-hmm. now. And so a lot of us died in the sixties from sixties. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but he was the one. So there's. Those men helped to shape me, and that's what I live on. 
and I feed on as I go through the world today. Shout out to your family. That's yeah. what, but that's what this is for. Like Uncle Bill might have never got mentioned, man. He going he alive. Yeah. No, he did. He died. Oh, I already said he probably was. He died. Um, um, everybody's deceased but my father. Okay. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? We all died. Well, not nice. My, I'm blessed to have my, my mother and here. my father. My father not here. That's why when I hit my got their dad, I'm like amazing. Our father is dead. Me and my brother, so yeah. I'd be wishing he was here. But go ahead, close, it, close oh, it out. Okay, so just because this is the God show, I do have to ask both go you to. guys: um, Do you guys consider yourself a goat or underdog? A who? A goat, goat or so underdog? Goat means greatest of all time. Underdogs is like oh, you see yeah, yourself yeah. as a goat or the underdog? Oh no, you ask me, man. Oh, Let God. me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Now I got to go back to Bill again. Because somebody just asked me this question. Um, like, what did I feel about, about Bill came to us we was on the porch. And we was, because back in the days we used to be harmonizing. Yeah. We all thought we was a temptation. Yeah. And all the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You see a group of dudes together, you harmonize. Uh, uh, you know, we, <laughs> we go to Black Day TikTok. I'm just imagine somebody telling you, you're not singing it right. right no, Sing it real, better. You're like, oh, fuck it, don't play with me, you nigga. I'll beat your ass. Like, you a big nigga. Like, imagine a nigga trying to check you on singing something wrong. Should sound good to me. But we we uh, we, we used to be on the porch singing. You know what I'm saying? That's how yeah. dudes did it. You yeah. know what I mean? But my uncle came to us, and, and he was talking about that time when we was real young. Yeah. Now we game banging. Yeah. Now we in the streets. And me and my cousins, we sitting on the porch. And we just got through doing a robbery. Mm. And we had parked the stolen car around the corner. Oh, wow. So we running back. And we going to hide the, the, the things under the house. We hear my uncle coming. We're on the porch. And my uncle come on. He said, listen, I don't know what y'all into. But let me say this. Be the greatest at whatever you do. Mm. Whatever you choose to do in life, be the greatest. Don't be the slouch. Don't be the... Yeah. And we were so ignorant. I said, okay, well, I'm going to be the greatest crip ever. <laughs> 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 we was young. Shout out Bill. Shout out Bill. You know, like, I didn't tell him that, though. We went until he was gone. That's where your brain and went. me and Slim was on the porch, and we was, we was laughing. We was, I mean, we was talking. And I'm like, nah, cuz they going to know me from everywhere. They going to know my name. All over the world. So we strive for that. We was like every day in the streets. Like we was going. So in that era, that's what we did. Nigga, you the GOAT. Yeah, I'm going say you the GOAT, nigga. Then I changed it, though. Yeah. Yeah, flipped it. So I had to change it. Yeah. And go from there to being the greatest black man to help more black kids to come from where I came from to this day. I want to be. I want everybody one. clap up. We're gonna clap it up for that. That was amazing. That was amazing, by the way. Yeah. So 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 he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. So mine so. is, and this is what I teach my son. So I call myself a GOAT, but I work like an underdog. Mm. This nigga right here, man. I see why you making money, man. Cause this dude right here is poetic. I'm telling you, good <laughs> he's like, he's fast. He's like he just know what to say. Got I'm it. a GOAT, but I work like an underdog. <laughs> That's how it gotta be. You gotta record it. <laughs> so yeah so the last thing they want to know because everybody's intrigued what do y'all call y'all what do you think your number one superpower is I know yours I feel like I could tell you yours you can figure people out quick as a motherfucker boy you are like a you like inspector gadget of people nigga like you know how to figure people out yeah that 
He actually better at that than me. Like, <laughs> For real? Yeah, because he'd be giving me, I'd be like, nah, that ain't. Then he'd be like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> but that is one That is one of the, I, I'll, I'll, I'll roll with that one. That's the last question, man. My you, greatest wait. superpower? I don't know, man. I think my greatest superpower is my weaknesses to trust people. My greatest superpower, I think, is my weaknesses to trust people. Oh. I was about to say, a greatest superpower is taking your story and, and, and using it as a testimony to show black men the right way to live. Oh, I can't yeah. even lie. I mean, I'm going to give that one to you since I gave Doe one. You got to have that one. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's about, I, 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 I feel like it's helping people, man, because I try yeah. to help, I help more people to a fault. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to stop. Like, when people, no matter what people say about me, I'm not going to stop helping people. And I'm not going to stop helping kids. Hey, man, guess what? We gonna, you, you can always count on me, everybody with me, to help every initiative y'all got going. Straight the fuck up. Because I see y'all doing the work. Amen. So before you get out of here, just tell us what's next for you and where can our viewers find you on the internet? Um, For me, the next thing I got, like I said, we just sold a movie to FX, a TV script to FX. We got two very big projects yep. that's um, don't negotiate and create it. Um, uh, one of them is called Twister Tentatively. The other one is um, Birth of a Crip, El Taboo. We still got my life story to do. We have um, Crenshaw. We have, oh, we have another do- project we're doing is Crenshaw. So basically, um, Unique Media Group mm-hmm. is finna be really like the next biggest. I, I just have one request. When y'all make your movie, can I audition to play your role. I <laughs> 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 love to see that happen. I'm going to say I'm going to play your role. <laughs> All right, so thank you guys for coming. Let the people know your IG and any um, websites if you have one. Oh, my IG is uh, big, what is it, big U1. Mm-hmm. And then uh, only website I, uh, website I have is developing options. Developing, developing options, and that's really what we do for the kids. So, and that's if what you they guys want to help. I'm about to say, if, if if people want to donate money to yeah. your initiatives, they can go to develop. They can go to develop an option. Yeah, and see the right, we're gonna we gonna make sure we put that at the bottom of the screen. Good. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Everybody, get up for big you and Doe. I, I just want to tell you, I appreciate my brothers for showing up. Doe called me last minute. Tamira was. We all going to L. A. in a day a day or so. Don't call me like Big U wanna talk. I said, Big U wanna talk, everybody stop what they're doing. We're gonna listen to this shit. So I appreciate y'all showing. Y'all niggas are superheroes to me, and whatever I could do to help y'all, count me in. Let's get it. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.